Where we blow your mind? Portals. Do it. Do it all the time. Portals. Give you snap, crackle, pop. Here we go. We're going to have some pop tonight. Have you heard? Have you heard? The word is martial You always catch the overflow of the hello, everyone. I love it. You are now listening to Portals. Oh, that sounds so beautiful. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so don't fool yourself. It's the encouraging week that we're going to have this week, Dr. Robin. Oh, Remember yeah. what you said. Marshall. No. Oh, that's okay. not what I'm referring to. We'll bring it up a little bit later. Anywho, joining me today, of course, is Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. Pastor Tony Cassis. Hey. And Pastor Nathan Cassis. He's left Hello. the building. Oh, oh no. Look, look at his dad standing in Hello. for him. <laughs> Pastor Tony did a great impersonation of your hello, Hello. Pastor Nate. So that worked out perfectly. Say it. What am I saying? Hello. I'm introducing you because we're recording, just so you know. Oh, have we actually started? Yes. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yay, wonderful. That was the most passive hello we've heard from him ever. I know. I know. Nothing but creative in that. I'm on shutdown. Yeah, <laughs> he's on <laughs> shutdown. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We still got time. It's 11.59. Anywho, <laughs> if you are now joining us, of course, we, Pastor Robin just, Dr. Robin, sorry, let me get her titles correct. Dr. Robin definitely just mentioned a term called martial law. <laughs> Now, we are, you know, struggling with that Rona, you know. We're trying to figure this out, but we know the Lord is ahead of this thing. And through many prophecies that have come from this house, things have been coming to pass. Mm -hmm. Quick, fast. Yeah, yeah, real fast. Mm -hmm. So we definitely have, you know, many references that we may mention later on. If you guys want to, you know, dab into that. You shared a little bit about it during service. Going to some prophecy accuracy records. Yes. um, Pastor Nate has track of those things. And, again, we don't necessarily want to big note, you know, the individuals as far as, like, Dr. Robin or Pastor Tony. But we definitely want to give credit what credit is due for their obedience, for seeking the Lord to hear his wisdom and his direction of these things, to be able to stand in faith and say them, as you said, Dr. Robin, is is a task in itself. And risk it all. It's they, a risk. Yeah. A I think it's a real faith, and, and of course... You, you know, got to risk it all. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that faith uh, has attached risk yeah, to you it. you said that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to risk it all. Mm-hmm. You do. You... 
And so, you know, uh, when Jesus calls you out on the boat, you've got to come out on the boat, out mm. of the boat, on the water. You've just got to come on the water. On the water. In the water. No, on the water. In the water. <laughs> Please do not sing. In the water. Wow. Okay. Okay. Enough now. In the water. Oh, Lord, let my Woo. people go. Come on, <laughs> I feel like when you say martial law, you have to say it with a southern accent. Martial law. Martial law. Or Walmart. Yeah. Ah! I'm not going to say no, why that I those said that. words have got some real meaning. <laughs> so did. let me go back to the Lord calling you out of the boat on the water. <laughs> there you on go. The water. And see, and so it's so easy to stay in the area of uh, comfortability with uh-huh. what we say is the correct pastor it really is and so um we have to come out on the water we're calling you out into the mic uh, i think you need <laughs> to get out of that boat and come out on the water pastor i'm on the water okay he's stepping on the water. out he's stepping out it's going to be a reference to a lot of things that are yet to come to pass tonight pastor's mentioned martial law so that's in the Marshall, Marshall, in the pipe, <laughs> so to speak. But uh, we, we're going to we're going to be uh, producing a special podcast about the fulfilment of the prophecies that have been coming from us over the last uh, few years. Mm-hmm. A couple of years, isn't and um, yeah, yeah. Since many of them have uh, come to fruition, mm-hmm. and it's worthwhile. Um, you know, like uh, going over, studying, and and just getting that witness again that God is ahead of the world. Mm-hmm. He speaks things which are not as though they are, mm. and so uh, especially in the last month or so, Doctor Robin and myself have spoken from the Spirit things mm. that have literally come to pass, and uh, have just confirmed the word um, in people's hearts all the more. So. The objective of these words are, number one, to pray. You know, the prophetic word is a, a um, it's like a preview of things to come so that the church may pray That's right. that God will issue grace to go through these, you know, these, these um, you know, like benchmarks in the world and mm. in the church. And secondarily, if, especially if the Lord is sending out a warning, that's also to pray that his grace would be on us as believers to get through the hour of trial that's coming upon the earth. Remember yeah. that remember Jesus said pray, pray that, that you that may you escape, escape it. the hour of yeah. trial yeah. that's coming upon the earth. Hour so there is an escape for believers. It's it's not so much um, escapism, but it's a way out of being dealt with alongside the world. Mm. Mm. It's very important. I feel like the people need to know too. Like this is not the final show, right? You know, we're not in. No, no, no. no, no. But it is a rehearsal to see where our confidence lies and where Ooh. our trust is, and to see if we do have that authority in our um, prophetic declarations. Can we prophesy? Pastor said something so powerful tonight. Yes, in the she did. She said, "Does the day prophesy to you, or do you prophesy to the day?" We better hit that day. Yes. I think it's because what I was implying from that is, uh, look, does the day get ahead of you? Or are you walking 
taking the day where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. So very important. We can hit that yeah, one. Very, too. very important. Especially living in a city like New York City, Shania. Mm-hmm. If you wake up and uh, sometimes in New York, if you're off by one minute. You're missing that train. You feel like <laughs> your whole day is off. This is true. You feel like one thing can just throw the whole day off. Not saying that you can't feel it in any other city, but because city life here is so fast, it's mm-hmm. so, you know, full, there's so many things going on. And then that one thing affects the next thing and it affects the next thing and it affects the next thing. Well, at least it believes we let that happen. But um, I know that when we feel that sometimes we stop and we say, Lord, we feel like the city is leading us mm. and we're not leading the city. I think it comes down to for us then if we find ourselves in that position, mm-hmm. we need to stop yeah. right there and, and then pause. and take a pause or take stock of what's going on and, and, and reevaluate who's leading the day. Is the day leading you? Wow, this is a big topic, Pastor. Oh, well, we like big topics. It's <laughs> called spirit synchronicity. Yes, we've already said that one. Spirit synchronicity. You know, like again, we'll we'll take New York as a as a primary example. The subway system. Mm-hmm. Trains peak out every four minutes. There's a train. You miss one train. You don't know what's ahead. There may be a delay on the next train. There yep. may be a crisis on one of the stations. So a two-minute delay ends up becoming a ten-minute delay. And then there's all the people factors, you know. You, this is why we this encourage the saints. This is where the, the day saints, gets on yeah, top of you. This is why we encourage the saints to get up and start prophesying to the day through prayer yep. what the Lord is declaring mm. Because all it takes is one late train or one cab that won't, you know, open his door to you or, you know, um, a set of lights that uh, don't work and there's a huge traffic jam, whatever it is. In a city like New York, it is the grace of God every day that this this city doesn't crash into each other all the time. Literally, the the synchronicity of this city is under the grace of God. Yeah. And I think it's important too, yeah, Shanae, to remember true. that, um, you know, it's not just when you get up. You can actually speak into your day tomorrow before you go to sleep. Yeah. Because um, I know that in intercession, um, the intercession ministry, uh, they teach that there's four watches during the night. The enemy's usually mm-hmm. most active from the 12 to 3 a.m. watch while we are usually asleep. That's when the most evil, if you took a consensus, that's when the most evil occurs in all of the world at yeah. any at, at the same time. After uh, midnight. You know, crime is the most prevalent at 12 to 3 a.m. Mm. Mm. Because as morning begins to break, there's a sense of, you know, um, a new day. Uh, his mercies are new every morning. So even just the trends of how, you know, a policeman will tell you, most crime is activated between 12 to 3 a.m. That's when they've got the most calls. That's when the most stuff happens. But um, this goes into actually what we're talking about tonight, being in authority, not being awake and then maybe jumping into authority when there you get up. There go. Hit that but one. maybe living in authority. What was that? Not just 
living in authority, yeah. sleeping in authority, not just jumping up and being like, oh, having, that's right, I've got authority. Having, Let me take authority today. Having yeah. having a life of authority. I think that's we do that sometimes. Is. We jump in as Christians. Oh, that's right. That's right. I've got all, all power given to me by Jesus. This is an experience. Yeah. Let me this take, is not a lifestyle. Let me rebuke the enemy. Oh, wait, I forgot to do that. Hit that, babe. Yeah. She I'm guilty of it. I jump in sometimes and I've got to remind myself, hang on. Who am I in Christ? That's true. Or who's so, Christ in me? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, before we go to break, this is what's coming out. These questions is the same questions we kind of need to ask ourselves in these days. This is, like you said, it's not the end, but it's definitely a rehearsal to bring sure out is. the real truth of the state of your heart, for one, as an individual, as an individual, but also as a church. But this is something that uh, we've been praying about, Lord, change my heart. Uh, but we can't change the circumstances in which he uses to change your heart. Oh, my, oh my I can't gosh. Even. Okay. We need to go on break. We're about to go on break. We're going to give you a little break, and you can have a say-line moment to think about those questions as we come back. We're going to do it this time. Uh, oh, wow. All right. Well, have at it. My favorite part of the one of the last Portals episode, Pastor Robin, is where I think we had just come to the end of the night and they did the intro and you were just like, Portals. <laughs> <laughs> it just stopped. It was just like so chill, so gangster. Oh, I think you have to do that sometimes. Sometimes you just got to be an OG. You know what I'm so saying? So, we're going um, back to this yeah. subject. Let's go back. It's uh, important. Uh, yes. We're talking about yes. authority. Yeah. Authority, yes. Jumping into it. Jumping into it. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of mixed feelings, let's put it that way, on my social media feeds because, you know, uh, you people love to vent about their state of being on yeah. social media. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's <laughs> been definitely a, a clash in whether or not churches should have you know met and do things like that and you know there were some pastors challenging that from some leaders like you know well where's your faith in all all of this and where's your authority in this why is this why are you fearful and telling people not to mm. you know participate think, i don't think it's a case of fear i think it's a case of respect mm. Mm. i do not believe it's a case of fear um, when possible, God wants you to obey the law of the land, mm. but never above the law of God. Ah, yes. So we have to think about that, listeners. We really do. And so, therefore, if you believe that you're being led, and that you're walking in the footsteps and this is his journey, then you, you're getting challenged to mm. sometimes go where you don't want to go. That's right. Mm. And be what you don't want to be and sometimes act what you don't want to act. Yeah. But I can tell you something now because we're going straight into a new subject tonight that when you, um, I always need to be reminded. Can you give when me? When you overplay your hand. This is what the Lord said. You go too, too far. far. When you overplay your hand, 
You go too far. In what does that mean? To the enemy overplaying his hand. Well, we've yeah. left it for pastor. He's got yeah. some good, good scripture to back this up. Just well, to finish on that authority thing before he starts, I think the key for people to understand is if you jump into authority, it means you don't realise that you really have authority. Mm. Because if you jump in, like pastor said, it's an experience. You actually haven't come to the notion that you have authority. You're believing that it's sporadic. Mm. You're believing that it's sporadic momentary that one minute you're on top but the next minute you're underneath well wow. i think it comes down to we said when you go to when you overplay your hand you go too far when you don't play your hand ah. you never go so far you never ah. go far enough you never go far enough it's called comfortability Jeez. so on the topic of overplaying your hand mm. um the devil has overplayed his hand since time began. Mm. Obviously tempting Adam and Eve and, and getting the better of Eve and, and you know deceiving her. The Lord promised Eve that um, the fruit of her womb um, will crush Satan's head. And so the challenge between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God began all the way back in the garden. Mm-hmm. And so the devil's been determined to crush the woman's seed, right? Or at least uh, the other way around. It's actually God who crushes the serpent's head. That's right. But the devil's been attempting to destroy that seed um, generation after generation. Obviously, Cain killing Abel. Abel was, you know, um, suspected of being the promised seed. The devil uses Cain through jealousy to kill his brother, and then Seth comes along, and and pretty much um, the Davidic lineage came under threat constantly. Mm. But the point we're making is out of one Corinthians chapter two, verse seven, Paul says, "But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, that hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory." which none of the rulers of this age knew, mm. for had they known, Never would have they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Mm. And so a lot of commentators believe that the rulers in, that are referenced here are the principalities and the powers. Yep. Yes. It can also mean the governmental Physical. earthly powers as well, but uh, I believe it Who means, are ruled it, by it the means both. <laughs> right? It means both. If Satan knew that by crucifying Jesus and killing Jesus would be the you know the removal of his right to the whole world, he would never have done it. You know he, you know this is the key here. When uh, when we try to do this, we think we put an end to something. You know. Mm. And that's what he thought. He was putting an end to something. But he, was putting, he wasn't putting an end to something. Something was about to begin, mm. not end. Mm. Wow. That's true. And so, um, again, overplaying his hand, Satan literally um, hung himself to, to – you know, use a, a, an earthly term by crucifying Jesus. He he sealed his own fate. Yep. Because now, mm. seeing that he has murdered a innocent man, God can now pour out the righteousness of of Jesus 
on billions. Come on. Billions oh, of wow. recipients of God's grace. Because, you know, Paul says, if death entered through one, Amen. how much more life and righteousness through the obedience of one? You know, when the, when the Holy Spirit says how much more, yeah. what he means is we should be saving more people than losing people. That's the power of the resurrection. And it, and it comes down to overplaying the hand. Satan knows the law. Mm. He knows the law. He's, he's a law person, you know, demon of law. And, you know, the law says <laughs> you, uh, you kill an innocent man for nothing and you just seal your own doom. He wrote his own end when he killed Jesus because he didn't really kill him. It was all God's plan. Yep. But the Lord says, you don't, an innocent man, you don't kill an innocent man. Mm. And he broke the law and sealed his own doom. And so he overplayed his hand. Mm. And that which is going on in the world today is something similar to that. We, the world is beginning to overplay its hand. Ouch. Pastor, guess what? Ouch. This means they've gone too far. <laughs> I know we were kind of, you know, picking this um, topic apart a little bit to see in what direction the Holy Spirit wants to take it, because it's taken it's taken me a while to understand exactly. You want us to pray for you? You can if you like, and and listeners, if this is challenging, I get it in one aspect, but I'm trying to understand it in a deeper than just a surface of, you know. Maybe I, could, maybe I can give some scriptural examples that nice. will help us understand. Uh, we're going to do that mm. after the break, right? Yeah, or we could definitely take a short break, and then we can go a little bit more into that just to bring some clarity. Get for ready it. for some theology. Theology coming right up. After these messages. What is up, everybody? Today you're listening to Portal's podcast, right? You're listening with Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, Pastor Nathan Cassis, and your co-host, Shania. And I hope you enjoy this word of God because he will talk to you. starting to get a little crazy well welcome back guys um of course we are in the middle of a hot topic going on here which is so when the enemy overplays his hand you know god always allows his enemies to give it all they've got oh for sure oh the 100%. lord lets the devil wow 
Give go as far as he goes. Oh, he's got as much as he wants. Mm. <laughs> and okay. then, then God steps in and sort of says after it, well, is that all you've got? Uh, yeah. And so we already mentioned the devil gave all he got at the cross and he hung himself, right? And, and he thought he had such assurance and confidence that he had the hearts of people. He thought he had them. Mm. He thought he had the atmosphere. He thought he had the circumstances. Okay. He thought he had the situation. He thought, he thought, but he thought wrong. Now I'm following you. So, again, uh, theo, theology. <laughs> the right? theology. Now, there's obviously theology is a study of God. But yeah. In studying God, we also have become very familiar with the enemy's characteristics. His pride is so deeply entrenched in himself that he literally is the most deceived being in the universe. Wow. He, he either knows that his doom is sealed and he's just doing all of this damage to the creation in in a, a an attempt to, um, you know, spite God, mm-hmm. or he actually believes that there's still a chance he could, you know, raise his stars above the throne of God. There's the key. So we, we don't understand why, after being bound for a thousand years in I'm the saying. bottomless pit, <laughs> he still goes out and deceives the nations. It's Be- like he you can't teach the devil a lesson. Be- He's hell bent. That's it. On rebellion. And that's it. And that's what we have to get a hold of tonight. We we have this incredible fear of the enemy. And I, I'm telling you to have a righteous, go have a respect for what God wants you to have a respect for. But what you said is the key. He thinks. Yeah. He thinks he can go as far as he wants. But you see, he cannot. That's the key. And it's the key for every single one of us. We just push the boat a little bit more and we find out we've gone overboard. So getting back to what I said previously, the Lord allows his enemies to give it their best shot, mm. right? Called him the garbage man. Good example is Job. Mm-hmm. It's God who brings up Job and says to the devil the first time, give it your best shot. And the devil says, okay, I'll take everything you've given him away there from him. it is. And I'll, he'll curse you to your face. Mm. Lord says, go ahead, give it your best shot. Mm. So he loses his children, he yeah. loses his camels, he loses his sheep, his cattle. The only thing Job didn't lose was his wife. That's right. And she wasn't a comfort either. <laughs> Curse God and die, she said. Right? So Satan goes before the Lord. And, you know, the Lord boasts. He said, so, you know, you enticed me against my servant Job. And look, he's kept his integrity, even when you've taken all of his, his possessions away from him. And then, and then the Lord opens it up again. Mm. You got any more, Mr. Satan? He says, well, yeah. skin for skin. A man will give up anything to keep his own life. And so the Lord again says, 
and I'm paraphrasing, give it your best shot. So he leaves the presence of the Lord and he inflicts Job with these terrible boils. It's a it's an agonizing disease that's in his skin, in his bones. He says, my, my bones feel like they're on fire. Yeah. My skin is dropping off my bones. But he keeps his integrity. He, he doesn't curse God. He continues. And everybody knows the story of Job. Now, how did it turn out for Job in the end? Satan overplayed his hand because God gives Job double what he had before. And Satan hasn't been able to let any of his accusations about Job stick at all. Mm. Mm -hmm. At all. And so that's one example of the enemy overplaying his hand. You just need to go to the book. Go back to the book and from Genesis to Revelations, he's overplaying his hand. He never plays a full hand. He always overplays his hand. Always. Yeah, he, the Lord gives the enemy the impression that he's got some kind of control, but God is in control. Yeah, he's the, he uses the devil as the garbage man yeah. to clean up God's people, take off the, 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 the dross off the top where, and they just boil and boil and boil the gold and all the dross comes to the surface and he uses the garbage man, the devil, just to take off the dross and put it in the garbage where it belongs. Wow. wow. See? Now, you need to know tonight, you really do, that he can't do but overplay his hand because that's his character. Mm. Another, excuse me, another good example is when Satan enticed David to count the fighting men. The scripture tells us that yep. Satan moved against Israel by enticing David to count the army. And even after jo- Joab's um, objections, uh, Joab um, reluctantly obeyed the commandment of the king. He, you know, Joab made it very clear he was disgusted in David for suggesting that the power of Israel was in its physical army. Yeah. Anyway, God judges David and Israel for for that sin. Seventy thousand people die oh, from this Jesus. plague. Mm. Seventy thousand were dying from the plague. He talk about. The Lord saying to the devil, okay, give it your best shot. The devil has inflicted the Israelites and 70,000 of them have perished. And what happens is God uses the overplay of Satan to bring about his purposes. David sees the angel of the Lord about to smite Jerusalem. The angel is standing between heaven and earth over Jerusalem with a drawn sword in his hand. And that's when David, his his elders, and Aruna the Jebusite see this angel together. Mm. And David realizes he's sinned. And so the angel of the Lord tells him, you know, to buy the field of Aruna and offer sacrifices to the, sacrifices to the Lord there. And it was God's way of establishing 
the place where the temple was going to be built through this this overplay of the devil. Mm. So God uses the overplay of the devil to reveal where the house that will bear his name is to be built. And literally David bought with 500 pieces of gold the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, and it is the the place that we now call the Temple Mount that's owned by David's family. Wow. You want to talk about who owns the land? David bought that piece of land with gold pieces. Yeah. Wow. And he dedicated it to the Lord. And the the Temple of Solomon was built on that threshing floor. So we're saying here. Uh, we want to talk about overplaying the hand. You see, now, when the devil overplays his hand, because he can't play just to fill up something, he's got to overflow it. He's always got to outdo God, you see. Uh, you, you know, we talk about rivers of living water that are flowing from us and, and a cup that's overflowing, yep. you see, and he's always trying to counterfeit and counteract what the Word of God said. But you see, it's different. It's so different. You see, when the Lord causes something to overflow, it's a blessing. Mm. When the devil causes something to not stop, he's putting himself under a curse. So it's like, is it the same analogy? It's like you're biting off more than you can, you can chew. chew. Yes. yes. Okay, now yes. I'm yes. yes, yes, yes. So I wanted to fast forward to the to the New Testament. Um, we already spoke about how we overplayed his hand with Jesus on the cross. Yep. But what about Stephen? Yes. Stephen. Stephen's a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. He starts to you know, argue with the Hellenists, the Jew, the Greek Jews, and they attempt to kill him. What they do is they arrest him. Mm. And, you know, chapter 7 of Acts, Stephen has this discourse that takes up the whole chapter and he basically ends by saying, you know, you, you Israelites constantly resist the Holy Spirit. Has there ever been a time when you didn't resist the Holy Spirit? Mm. And that made them so mad. Yeah, I bet. The, de- and the devil was <laughs> the <laughs> devil was stirring them up with their religion so bad that they end up stoning him. Yeah, yeah. but they they thought they And again, it's like him. yeah, the, the, it's like the Lord saying, "Okay, give us your best shot." Their best shot with Stephen was stoning him. And the scripture says, "Every man laid his garments at the feet of a young man named Saul." Mm, yeah. now, why did the Holy Spirit mention that? Yeah. Because after Satan gave it his best shot, God's counter shot was converting Saul to Paul. Wow. And boy, did the devil regret that one. So we often talk about the Holy Spirit, but tonight we feel really strongly, Shania, that we should uh, determine because of everything that's going on out there in the world at the moment, there's a real overplaying of the hand, and that is the undoing of it. Mm. You see, you just, you know, uh, it's just the, the fact somebody has this confidence, 
you know, that they can just go that little bit further, you know, and when they go that little bit further, they lose the whole game. The whole thing is finished with, you see. And that's where the devil, that's where his character lies. He cannot stop. He overplays his hand. You know, Scripture clearly says that he comes in like a roaring lion. He yeah. doesn't come in like a quiet little, little, you know, lion sneaking around. He comes in like a roaring lion, you know, because he's overplaying his hand again. And the Lord will, he says in his word, and he will raise up a standard against this lion. You see, and so we, we need to see overconfidence. This is what it was. He, overconfidence causes you to uh, play your hand and lose the game. When you overplay your hand, that's it. And the devil has the character all the time to overplay his hand. Wow. Well, with that being said, we're going to take a short break. Up oh, before she hijacks the gym. People needed to hang that one on them. Yes, think we need about to it. Think about that that portion. But now that that has been unraveled a little bit more of understanding that he he's doing too much. In, I think in we, the term. We today. prayed for you. And yes, you and I'm getting it. The Holy Spirit is convincing me. Anyway, let the Holy Spirit convince you, and we'll be right back. Amen. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis. Y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. Wow, that was quiet. Talk, I'm going to talk like card language here, play play cards. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yes. Poker. Yeah, I was just yeah, see, look, the Holy Spirit is starting you to convince me. Look you at don't that. show your hand yeah. in a poker game until it's the last play. Right. You gotta put your cards on the table. The Lord always has, you know, the higher combination in the game. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So you know the devil comes up with like three aces, like a full house. Right? I'm not very familiar with poker, but <laughs> a full house is trumped by a royal flush. Mm. I don't know anything about poker okay. either. <laughs> In other words, God always has, and people aren't going to like me saying this, a trump on the devil. Oh, a trump <laughs> on the God devil. always has a trump card. Come on, on the devil. Is. In other words. After the devil's purposes, the devil thinks his purposes are going to be the last word on the situation, right? He thinks he's got the last word on the situation and God says, nope, I've got another card that I'm going to pull right now that's going to trump what you've just done. Yeah. 
That's yeah. what an overplay is. Yes, yes. And the so joke in space. For instance, <laughs> this this crazy stuff that's going on right now. Come on. You know, there's some guy who owns a toilet paper manufacturing Oh, he's really factory, getting blessed. And he is being blessed right now because right. everybody wants his paper. I'm trying to capitalize Not on everybody. that Not <laughs> everybody. You know, um, hand wipes. Yep. You know, these are the kind of, yeah, these are the blessings that God sort of packs in to every trial. Yeah. And if we're willing to wait it out, everyone who's walking in faith will be blessed. You don't have to have, you know, like an essential service. If you move in faith, you will be blessed. Yeah. And so now we can say, well, what's the purpose that we should be looking for? We're not talking about what we should be looking at the devil doing. We should be looking at the purpose for this overplayed hand. Mm. This overplayed hand has gone too far. And out of this, we get to experience Goshen. We get to experience coming out of Egypt. We get to experience coming into freedom. Mm. We get to experience the spoils of Egypt. I know the devil didn't want that for us. Mm. Mm. He overplayed his hand. So, listeners, we were like supporting of trying to get the visual. You know, we're all about helping you get the visual of the overplay of the hand. And hopefully you are understanding it because as Pastor Robin and Pastor Tony have been saying all night thus far, it's like the enemy has been boasting himself Mm. so much and exposing himself to Mm. a point where there's a vacuum. And I wanted to bring up the vacuum because Pastor Robin, you mentioned that at one of the services, I believe it was last week, that there was a vacuum for us, for believers if you look at, if you see the purpose of what we're referencing of the overplayed hand of the enemy. If we so it's not gloom and doom. Yeah. We you s- know, the circumstance will try to minister to you is gloom and doom and that's it. And you can't see the purpose. But, if but you that's because we judge the method. That's because we mm. judge the method. Come on. Why don't you look at the motive of God? Not the method of God. Did Jim hijack that one? That was a good one. That was a good one. I I got to let these land because these are so important. So important because we're right in the middle of something right now. And we haven't got time Mm. to think about it for two weeks. We haven't got time to say, well, I'll replay it. And then yeah. I'll replay it. You got to get it this time. You really have to get it this time. You need to see what the Lord wants you to see about the plan of the enemy. He overplays his hand through pride, self righteousness, self confidence. It's all about self. But God, God wants us. God wants us to see his motive, not the method of the devil. Mm. Mm. Pastor Tony, I also like what you said about when you gave us the visual about the devil literally trying to drown Jesus. 
It is <laughs> laughable, but that shows the overconfidence that you're referring to. The, that shows the yeah, overpride he, that you're referring to because it won't work. Like he's already been defeated. <laughs> Why do you consistently devil, try to do this? Can you imagine the devil thinks he can drown? The son of God, right? And, but that's and, and and the father's just gonna sit there and let him do it, exactly. And all all the disciples had to do was wake him up, and thank God he did wake up, yeah, right? Yeah. But you know, Jesus took over from there. But you can imagine the kind of deception mm. that's in the enemy's head. Like he thought he could do it, he believes his own publicity. He mm. does. Right. He sure does. It really is a, a sort of a statement on the psyche of this spirit that we call Satan or the devil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that helped me kind of tie in everything because that is quite laughable. Like, wow, you really would try that hard <laughs> to drown Jesus have, and think you'll be successful. Have you ever sat and uh, something happened and it was so obvious where it came from, yeah. And instead of panicking, mm-hmm. instead of falling apart, you just look at it and say, "Oh, this is just ridiculous." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's overplayed hand. There you go. An overplayed hand. Come on, now we on the same way. I've been listening to this. You can, see, you can see the enemy's hand in Judas's betrayal because another one. When Judas betrays Jesus. Um, they arrest him, they beat him, they end up taking him to Pilate for judgment. Suddenly, Judas gets remorseful. Mm. The devil's used him, he's finished with him, he's spat him out. And so Judas spirals down into this depression mm. and he ultimately death through suicide. So he even used Judas to overplay his hand. Yeah. At the Last Supper. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And so God in his providence saw all this and had made provision. Again, we we talk about the trump card, Mm -hmm. you know. You know, what Judas uh, was trying to do was force Jesus Mm. literally to take on the Messiahship right there and then. Mm. Now, we don't know his full motive in betraying the Lord. A lot of commentators say it was just greed. You know, he uh, he probably thought, well, if Jesus is not going to, you know, coronate himself and become the king of Israel, I've got to compensate line, myself yeah. for three and a half years of wasted time. Yeah. So that is sad. But, Demons. You know, um, many, many times in, in the scripture, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more later on, but there's just so many times where the devil had a plan and he thought his plan was going to succeed. And then God supersedes it with his plan. It's and, called and the God, but God. The but God mm. factor. Mm. The but God factor. But God moved. But God was there. But God exposed. Man had this great plan and the enemy had this great plan. But the but God was there. And the enemy's plan was foiled. Mm. It's and a but God. That's because... It is the Lord our God who sits on the throne, no one else. That's right. Amen. God That's right. is sovereign. That's yes. right. Yes. You know, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated upon his yeah. throne 
and the train of his robe filled the temple. Why did Isaiah say that? Because the king that Isaiah loved, Uzziah, King Uzziah, he was a righteous, prospering king, and suddenly he dies. And then the Lord shows Isaiah, I'm still on the throne. Your king is dead, but I'm still on the throne. Mm. Hallelujah to God, eh? And he never, never leaves that throne, never, ever again, while we go through what we need to go through. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, and we're supposed to be sitting at the right hand of him. And I'm telling you, as the church, we're supposed to be the Holy Spirit church, and we need to stop concentrating and watching the enemy's hand and start seeing what God's doing in this situation. And then we will truly have the gift of encouragement and mm. receive it. Hallelujah. The encouragement Hallelujah. of this, the encouragement behind this trial is that true faith will come forward in the church, mm. a deeper trust in God, mm. right? And God's going to show us by his grace that we are not succumbing to fear and panic. Yeah. Okay? This is He's maturing his church. And, and if churches are panicking, if churches and members of the churches are panicking, that's, a, that's God's way of showing, hey, your faith needs to be established on better things. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right? Another yeah. thing that the Lord is berating the church of is the influence that media has over oh, their thinking. You, oh, we had that last Come week. on, Christians are too much influenced by the media. Mm-hmm. Now, you, oh, what are you going to believe? You're going to believe a, an electric box in uh, the middle of your lounge room, no. or are you going to believe the word of God? No, I was never made the image of the word of God for a thousand. Hey? Are you going to believe mm-hmm. the images that they're telecasting on the box? No. Or are you going to believe the word of God? No, now, I, we're opening up another can of worms here. I, I'm yeah. bored by the box. I'm bored by the box. We cancelled our box. And oh. I can tell you right now, I was never made in the image of the box. And neither were you. Well, the scripture says, whose report shall you believe? Yeah. And that is literally what the media we is. It's a report. the report of the Lord. That's the one. Come on, and I encourage you, Pastor Tony, to My sing. My album's coming up. Your album, our. <laughs> it came our, and our went. Album. Hallelujah. Whose report are you going to book? Again, we're quoting Isaiah. Yeah. Yes. Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Yeah. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, whose report are you going to believe? That's it. Because if you believe the Lord's report, his right arm is ready to deliver you. That's and do right. you know, Pastor, God never overplays his hand. He oh. plays his hand to the fullness. Jesus. But the devil always overplays his hand. Well, while we're on break, make sure you try to get that visual and call the enemy's bluff. Mm. That's what I call it when you have an overplayed hand and you're bluffing. Yeah, poker face. Yes, that's your poker face when you I have nothing in your hand. I don't know how to play poker, so I, I know how to play spades. Maybe I'll teach you one time I, when I we go black. Play old, <laughs> <laughs> I can play old mode, uh, old maid. I know how to play or, nuts. Or fish. I game. have never heard. Well, fish I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
we, well, we let me play fish. Yes, let me school them real quick on some spade games and such like that. Maybe we can learn some poker. We'll be right back. <laughs> Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip. Inspire. Mature. Let me blow your mind. <laughs> Somebody yes. needs to blow your mind tonight, Pastor. You're and not with so it funny. tonight. I'm very tired tonight, sorry. Well, come on now. Ask the Lord to help you in this Thy last part. My brain is awake. I gave everything I had in worship. So. Okay, well, there's a little bit more you can give. I want to use examples to show you how the devil overplays his part. Now, Jesus is in the boat and he's got to go to the other side. Now, anyone or anybody who would think to hide themselves, who would be, would not cause a wind and a storm and uh, the water to come and splash over the boat because Jesus is in the bottom of the boat mm -hmm. and he's getting wet. You see, and uh, let's, uh, you know, show him the power that I have. I have this incredible power. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is sleeping through the whole thing. And then he turns around and he wakes up at the voice of his people. Yeah. Not the storm. Not anything, you see. Common sense with us says you overplay your part Every time, Satan, thank God he does, but that's his character. He can't but feel pride for himself. Gem that. Then so in this, in this particular case, he's trying to drown Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to drown God. Okay. Well, Jesus is asleep and the disciples panic because, you know, these are, four of them at least are fishermen. They're, they're very uh, experienced fishermen and mm. they're terrified by this storm. So it's, it's more than just a normal storm. And the overplay is Jesus stands up and he calms the storm and he gets glory for it. They say, surely you are the son of God. So every time Satan tries to overplay his hand, we get to see a manifestation of the glory of God mm. at the end. 
Every time, Pastor. Mm. I'm, I'm reminded time. of um, you know, Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the kings of the earth imagine a vain thing? Because mm. in that psalm, the Lord says, He who sits in heaven laughs at the overplay of the devil. That's the it. Lord laughs at his best shots. He laughs at them. Isn't that incredible? Yep. It's like, okay, you want to stir up the waves in the sea, give it your best shot. It didn't work. And mm. won't work. It, it didn't won't work. work. Why? Because God has a mandate. He has a mandate for the Holy Spirit. He has a mandate for us. Yep. And believe it or not, He's a mandate for the devil. Mm. I'll tell you, um, I, know, I know we're talking we're, we're talking in a lot of uh, like theology and theory here, but Pastor and I have been in those trials where the devil hits us with everything. He's hit us with personal trials. He's hit us with financial storms. He's hit us with sickness. You know, by the grace of God, every time, the f- because the grace of God is there to help us to get up again. I always, I've taught on on the subject of you know Jesus has the get up and go again anointing. You know, yep. like he tried to kill Jesus, put him in the grave. Jesus got up, and he's not going in the grave again. Yeah. That anointing is in us. The only time we fail is if we don't get up and go again. Mm-hmm. And so, and so uh, you know, we talk about the get up and go anointing. But Jesus said there's no get up and go anointing for Satan. He's to get behind you, behind right. you, mm. never on your level, never in front of you, never. And this is what we've got to see tonight. The get up and go anointing is for the church of Jesus Christ. Mm. The command and the mandate for Satan is to get behind us. Mm. Right. And it's and it's 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 daunting. Like honestly, you know, if if you haven't been in that trial where you feel like it's all lost, you just want to die. That's the kind of trial that is getting down to the nitty-gritty of wow. your soul. Mm. Wow. That's when all the dross that's down deep, you know, Dr. Hammond told us, told me once in a prophecy, he said, son, the, the Lord says the he's going to dig down deep mm. where the monsters are. The demons And of I the went, deep. whoa. And, and sure enough, you can get into a trial that's so hot that, some of the things that your fiber is made of come to the surface. And yes, Jesus wants to be Lord of that too. Maybe we need to get a hold of the purpose. What is the purpose of what's going on? Because that's where our eyes should be on, the purpose. What do you say it is? Well, we we see the trial, we see what we're going through, but we can't see that it has purpose. Just like that which is going on out there in the world, even this very minute, like New York. Mm. New York is like a ghost town at the moment because of things that are happening. And can we see purpose in what is happening because otherwise 
we're going to attribute everything to the enemy. What is God bringing to, to the church, church yeah. and showing purpose? This whole, this whole trial in the world is really to prepare the church to be able to cope when normal life is no longer available to us. You know, what do you do when there's no food on the sh- and stocked on shelves in the supermarkets? What do you do? Well, we're going What do you do when all the emergency out. rooms are packed to the rafters and you can't get in? That we're going to find that one out too we because to trust they God. are. We have to find a way to trust God. And so this is the whole purpose. This is a dry run. We call this a dry run for the church. Mm-hmm. And, and for churches to shut down, uh, um, I'm not making a judgment, but please, Jesus reached out to the the men and women with leprosy. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Is he going to tell the lepers, don't turn up synagogue, you might defile me? I mean. Come on. Oh. Now, I'm not being presumptuous. Now, there are Christians out there that are probably fighting the infection. Yes. But, again, the devil's giving it his best shot and Jesus is going to flood the church with grace. Yeah. Grace for the race. And so um, anyone out there, if, if you're being overcome by fear, mm. if anxiety is getting the best of you, let me tell you, the only time fear dominates a believer is when they haven't heard God. Yeah, that's so mm. powerful. And we need to hear God. What is God saying about the situation? But you also said during the sermon too, it's like if fear is creeping in, it's either – you didn't hear the Lord and what he had to say, or you didn't believe what he, he said. You didn't believe what he you said, or you he didn't, didn't hear what he said. So, yes. so we come down to the most important thing, communication. It's not just us desiring to talk to God. It's a relationship that is uh, involved in touching, in, in, in some sort of friendship, some sort of fellowship. And so it's... It's so important to know the voice of God. Yeah. You see, know the voice of God and you're armed. Mm. You're armed. And so, you see, this is what we have to look at tonight. The Holy Spirit has been trying to tell us, become prophetic, get a a relationship developed between you and your Lord and communicate with him. And we put these things off and now we're trying to do it at the last minute. Thank God we have a God of the second chance continually Mm. giving us that chance of grace again and again. But... Tonight, we we want to talk about the enemy overplaying his hand. You see, if you were going to take something, you don't run out the front and say, I'm here. And that's what the enemy keeps doing, Shania. Mm-hmm. He's overplaying his hand, thinking he's got the power and the strength and the authority to do it. He said it to Jesus. This is all mine. I'll give it to you. Wow. Never was his. Mm. Never 
was his. You see, God never gave it to the devil. No man did. Yes, but God gave it to his son. Yep. And we are his sons. And so uh, we need to see something. Oh, it's okay, I'm going <laughs> to press it because I want people to it. hear this tonight. Yes. I want them to hear this tonight. We need to see that the hand has been overplayed. When it's overplayed, pastors, yep. he's gone too far. He's gone too far. There's that moment of silence again. It is, because my spirit, I'm sure, is grabbing this. I'm just... It's going to hit you. Yeah. I think I want to encourage anyone who's going through... Because you focus on the wrong Anyone who's going through a fiery trial, Uh count it all joy. Hello. Sometimes it's really hard to count it all joy. Right, understood. But God, like Pastor's saying, he has a a far deeper purpose, yep, the purpose. A, a far greater glory that he's going to reveal to us. And tonight right. I mentioned Martha. Martha mm-hmm. lost her brother Lazarus. Mm-hmm. He died. He got sick. He, he, he died. She sent messages days and days before. Jesus deliberately delayed his return by two days. Hang wow. on. You say he deliberately, deliberately. He allowed Lazarus yes, to I, die. I totally agree with you because there was a miracle, mm. a miracle in, in the store. atmosphere ready to go. Go ahead, Pastor. Deliberately. It wasn't that he just didn't turn up and he had to do something at the last minute. We'll, t- we'll take it up after the break. Is that what you're saying? You're winding me up? No, you could have finished the thought. It's fine. So um, when he turns up in Bethany, Martha greets him and says, Lord, if you had been here, that's right. my brother would never have died. Yep. And the Lord, because remember tonight's topic was encouragement. Yeah. Jesus is an encourager. Mm. Mm. He says to Martha, he doesn't give her a doomsday statement he says oh well you know i'll help you get through it martha sorry for your loss no he says if you believe yeah you will see the glory of god martha goes lord i know that my brother will rise in the resurrection and the lord again encourages her he says i am the resurrection in other words the power of resurrection is present with you now right he says to her, I am the resurrection and the life, right? Mm-hmm. So show me where he is, he says. And then Martha again comes back with, Lord, it's been four days. His body will now stink. In other words, he's decomposed. And what does the Lord do? As an encourager, again, he says to Martha, he reminds her, didn't I tell you mm. that if you believe... You will see the glory of God. Mm. So that's when Martha gets it. She tells her servants, roll the stone away. Yeah. Wow. And that was the the faith act that Jesus needed to raise her brother from the dead. And this she could have insisted and said, No, 
keep the stone there. We're not doing this. But I want to say there was a purpose behind that. There wasn't just that he didn't turn up till the fourth day. Mm. There was a purpose that needed to be a fourth day, not a third day, because the Jews believed. They believed that people could be raised on the third day, but the fourth day was too late. That's right. Too late. And so the devil thought, I've got him. He's in the grave forever. Yeah. He stinks. <laughs> yeah. Grave clothes. He's wrapped up in grave clothes. And Jesus deliberately, deliberately kept it before for the fourth day. All right, guys. Hopefully you're catching up with us because Pastor Robin is on a roll tonight on this topic. Her and Pastor Tony is tag-teaming this thing on out. We sure are. So Lazarus take, Factor. <laughs> so take a second, take a break, and we'll be right back. Portos. Portos是由Robin 微微 blow your mind. Wee blow your mind. Wee you know what? This is why I can't say. Wee 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 I wee have not been able. I don't know why you do that. <laughs> He's, that's the way Plato's on. Usually I'm the silly one. Now I seem to be a little bit more composed and you seem to be crazy. <laughs> wee blow your mind. Wee blow your mind. Wee blow your mind. The Lord bless you. I know. He you. you. Look, Make this is great for Pastor Tony. We really, you know, sometimes he's usually the quiet one. Not to give him a, a character. This but is now he's he had a just power in nap it. For portals. Right, I, he's sitting on the edge of his seat. He is ready to go. I, I've, I've established a pattern now. There you oh, go. Jesus. In between service and portals, I get a power nap in. Mm-hmm. And it just gives me a bit more energy. So thank God for that. Well, I'm wow. glad you confessed that. We might get the power yeah, nap when we, need we get home. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got me in hyper. Yes, hyper, you're very uh, hyper, hyper today. Mode. But I'm enjoying no, this. good. Uh, one That's thing good. I think I promise you I'll be slower next week. No, 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 uh, oh, don't no. Get don't, don't be slower. One. It's okay. It's okay. One thing I think um I've been I haven't been able to follow exactly what's been said cuz I know that pastor's on that prophetic wavelength. Yes. She's seeing something that I'm not seeing yet and it's being downloaded slowly. But I, um one thing that the Lord said to me is that um by overplaying the de- his hand, I think mm-hmm. The Lord allows the devil to risk everything so that he loses everything mm. all at once. Yeah. And I think um, it's important to understand that sometimes in our personal walk with the Lord, we could want God to jump in prematurely and deal with the enemy based on what we assume is needed to be done as an outcome of a circumstance 
but what from what I'm understanding and from my point of view, view and also from my part to play as a believer is sometimes the Lord will allow the enemy to go to the nth degree mm-hmm. so that he crumbles and falls all at once. Um, meaning that just like he did with Job, he allowed him to go to that borderline with Job because uh, he had a greater uh, purpose in mind than just seeing if Job, you know, was faithful to him. He was he was the one, if you actually read the account, that brought up Job. Mm-hmm. The enemy came before the Lord to accuse, but the Lord said, have you seen my servant Job? Yeah, he so was we already bragging. know straight away that God had a plan because mm-hmm. he brought it up to Satan. Satan to bring it up to him. But you know, he was bragging about yeah. his seven. Yeah, he was bragging about him. And then the devil said, well, you know, that's because you haven't given him this and you haven't tried this on him. And if you do this and this and this, then he'll, you know, lay down and curse you. But God brought it up. So God set him up to show off in his pride to bring him to a fall. Mm. So I think that what the Lord is showing me through this portal is... um. There's instances in my life as a believer where I've wanted to see the Lord jump in prematurely and deal with things Mm -hmm. on the spot. But the Lord is waiting for the enemy to overplay overplay his hand, risk everything so that when the fall comes, it's fall like lightning. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, I think that that's important as believers because um, we could judge God based on hit him that. not jumping in. Right. We, we need to hit that because it gets too much going on. Yeah, and we need then. to split that portal yeah. in half yeah. so people can let that land, that gem needs yeah. to land. Then you need to come in sure. with the next portion because it's too much to take in at one time. Mm-hmm. There was good stuff in there and we needed to take that in bit by bit. So mm-hmm. hit the portal button, please, whoever. Okay. So otherwise I will hit it. <laughs> we know you hijack it all the time. Go I need it. to because tonight yeah. – this is very significant, very important, because we need to see what are we focusing mm. on. Mm. And I think that, like what I was saying, is the Lord wants us to focus on what He's doing and not what the enemy's doing. If we focus, if we focus on what He's doing then we will always see that the enemy is one step behind. Yes, always overplaying always his overplaying hand. Always overplaying his hand. Um, Gianna, now she's hitting that button every time. Yeah, that's she's why. giving yeah, me a I nod know, every sentence now. <laughs> so i got to be focus, honest. If we focus Focusing on what on the gym. enemy is doing, then that's when we will fall behind the day. Because mm. the day will rule us, yep. circumstance will rule us, yep. life will rule us, situations will rule us, and in in turn, the enemy can rule our psyche because he's ahead of the game and we're behind. Ah, no, 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 no! But Put that hit that. You think exactly. You think the delusion that's is the, yeah, that's the you? Lie. No, no. 
mustn't go there. You think, the lie is you think he's ahead of you because you're looking at the wrong thing. You're focusing on the wrong thing. You're not focusing on what God wants Mm. you to focus on. You're focusing on the method, not the motive. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord. Yeah. Something you said, Pastor Nate, and just to help bring some clarity too about the Lord allows the enemy to go to the tenth degree to exhaust himself. Mm-hmm. But talk about focus. Too many times we look at it as okay, the Lord's trying to exhaust me. Mm-hmm. You know, He's allowing the enemy to go. Why are you allowing the enemy to go so far, Lord? You're exhausting me. Yep. Instead of looking at okay, what's the purpose? What is the, the next level am I getting to with you, Lord? Yeah. Where are we going with this? Where's the journey when so, you're talking about focusing? So when we talk about this, we're talking about our part to play, God's part to play, and the devil's part mm-hmm. to play. So there's three parts here to play. Yeah. All right? Three parts that we need to take a hold of. Now, in saying that, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? What are we hearing? What are we taking in? What is this? Is this something that God is doing or something the devil's doing? But always God is doing it. Yeah. Always That's God good. is doing That's it. Good. Even when his hand is overplayed, the devil's hand, it is God who is doing it. That's good. That's yeah, really yeah. good. There's no creative bone in the devil's body. Right. Uh, it's funny that Pastor brought up that, what I, you know, um, that scripture, I see the Lord seated on the throne and the train of his robe fills the temple because in, in tradition, the train of the king's robe yep. was filled what they would do is the kings would go up to other kings and they would behead them and then what they would do is they would take the flag that represented that king's kingdom and they would sew it into the train of their robe and so when isaiah says i see the lord and the train of his robe fills the temple it's basically a prophetic sign Mm. that this is the train that has all of the enemy's flags. Yeah. Oh, so wow. this is, there it is. This is this is the track record. So it was basically saying fills the whole temple. Look at like you know the span of the victory. So again, what Pastor said, even when we feel like the enemy is overplaying his hand, who's still in control? Yes. God is go. still the one instigating. God brought up Job to Satan. Satan did not bring up Job to him. That's really Come good. on, let me just go That's in where we and have make to it. Remind the focus. Let's let's go into today. Yeah. Right now, let's go into today, and and we read the the Bible. We read all about these things, but now we're living some of these things. Yeah. yeah. Now we're actually living these things, people. We're living them. And so when we live these things, we get to see God move in such a way. But what do we do? We look at the enemy's plans. We look at the enemy's hands. And the enemy is able to to magnify. There is no cure. There is no this. There is no that. And that's the thing that Mm. rings in our ear. Hang around for a few more seconds and he'll overplay his hand. Oh, that's good. 
It's like the Lord will allow him to get caught up in his prideful nature because pride comes before the fall. That's and it's right. like the Lord allows the pride to mm. expose the it's like the literal this Lord uses it. him as the garbage man. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is on target. This he, is he exactly allows him to, works. you know, literally get caught up in his own web of publicity, yes. talking about media. And then he believes his own hype. Oh, he believes his own publicity. And then 100%. as he's believing his own publicity, the he believes what people are saying about him. He believes what he thinks about mm-hmm. him. And then the Lord says, okay, now I'm going to let this reveal and expose everything that you're doing. And I'm going to use this for my glory because you've stepped one too far. And you know what? There you go. You can hit that one because that needs to go in there and think. But... You know, he not only believes his own publicity, we're starting to believe. That's the, Jesus. Publicity. This is the key. This is what I believe the Lord is saying. Yeah. Whose report shall you believe? Yeah. You know? And um, media is such a powerful tool today, but the, the spies, they, they were told that. Whose report shall you believe? So oh. you can believe the Lord's report or you can believe the enemy's report because there's really only one or the other. And yeah. let me say something. Hit that one too. I'm going to hit you with another no one. Middle ground. I'm going to hit you with another one. And that is when we believe the enemy's report, it's because we haven't waited that extra day to see Lazarus be raised mm. from the dead. Mm. We'd rather believe that three days it can happen. But the fourth day, that fourth day, if you hang on, God will show you that he is a miracle-working God and the devil has overplayed his hand. And you will see on the fourth day those grave clothes come off and that one will come out of the grave. So I think the Lord, in this portal, I think the Lord is waiting and asking us as his children to not jump in prematurely, to not presume, to not say, tell God when he needs to intervene and how to intervene. Because here, I believe God is using time because he's not in time, but he steps into time and he uses it as a tool. But we always think that time is being used as an instructional tool. Oh, it's always a lesson. Why don't we actually see maybe the fact that God is using time to expose the enemy? And to bless us. Yeah. And so maybe if we wait a little bit longer, just like Pastor said, if we can hold on, the word tonight was encouragement, be encouraged, take courage, take heart. If you hold on a little bit longer, saints you'll see the devil overplay his hand. So so if it takes four days instead of three days, it's possible to believe for three. But that extra fourth day, that Mm. extra day deals with unbelief. Mm. It deals with unbelief. So, you know, let the Lord show you that the enemy has overplayed his hand in that which is taking place in New York City, in Australia, 
in every country around the world. Don't question that God doesn't know what's going on. Mm. He does. He doesn't ever overplay his hand. He always ends up with the full hand. So, wow. That's deep, guys. Pastor. That's very deep, Pastor. I think, we've, I think we've given the people more than enough to chew on until because the next podcast. I think that if we have, then we've done what we needed to do and that brings encouragement. Yeah. You see, yes, there's a gift of encouragement that comes from the body of Christ, but there's also the gift of encouragement that comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. And in this portals tonight, we're talking about that form of encouragement, that everyone in the body can be encouraged by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this week, this week is a critical week. Um, the, uh, the media outlets are going to continue to be moving in their negativity. And so we want to encourage the body yes. not to move by fear or panic, not to believe the report of the world, as Pastor Nate just explained, but to believe the report of the Lord. And I believe the report of the Lord is that it will be well with his church Yes. And so um, straight after this next break, I think Pastor is going to lead us to prophetic friends and words of encouragement to the body. And I'm going to charge you right now, wait that extra day. Wait that extra Come on, day. Come on, that is a good word. Wait that extra day, says the Lord. Wait that extra day and watch Lazarus come out of the out of the cave and the grave clothes fall off him. It wouldn't have happened on the third day because there wasn't God ready to show the hand. But always when the enemy is ready to overplay his hand, God has a full hand. All right, guys. Well, we're going to accept that charge <laughs> yeah. right now and um, let that digest and land, and we'll be right back. I came in too late. So, Pastor's going to set a parameter with these next admonitions. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, the charge. The yeah. charge is, I already charged you in the, uh, just as we finished the last part of this session, but I want to charge you tonight that you will let the Lord show you as the enemy overplays his hand, you'll see a but God moment. 
we all need to see a but God moment. Now we're going to go somewhere. When we, when we do recognise that moment, you, you'll be encouraged because you'll see again that the world is going one way, God is going another way, and God's way will always prevail. Always. Because he's God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good that we got all those people agreeing with me there. Uh, yeah, did you hear the masses? The masses agree. What, what, and so we're, we're moving into prophetic friends. Let uh, Shania take us there. And where do we go from here? <laughs> I um, First I would just like to say that and give God praise for um, wanting us to be ahead of the things that are going on, on. in this yes. atmosphere because I must say, although the world is quite chaotic right now, I've been very much so at peace. Yes. And I want to just give honor and glory to the Lord for that because through this house and through the obedience of you guys, you know, there were warning signs that he was telling us that through numerous occasions of the past two years i think since yeah. we started doing season casting there were things that we were to take to prayer yep. um and take serious and take serious yes. and to be living out these things uh, quite honestly has gotten me quite excited because not only have i seen the the lord's words come to pass i'm realizing like I'm getting more of a yearning to read the scriptures again, more of a yearning mm. to hear, really hear what he's saying mm. because I'm seeing the fruit of what he has already said. Yes, um, we're very, very practical good. at the moment. It's right. right in front of your face. Right, it's like it's no denying yeah. his and words. And it's like living it out right, right. now. And you know, right. the, the Egypt experience, yeah. you know, mm. uh, the... the like being in a situation where you need a Goshen. Yes. And can for those who might not understand what you mean by Goshen, can you kind of explain the backstory behind Goshen what are you referring a, to? Yeah, Goshen was an area in Egypt where the Israelites lived. And when Joseph asked his father Jacob to come to Egypt, he said, I want you to ask Pharaoh to allocate you the land of place. Goshen as your dwelling place. And... Goshen was a very uh, fertile part of the Nile Delta region. Mm -hmm. And um, Egyptians really despised shepherds because they were often in amongst sheep and cattle and they would smell. And so, you know, being a shepherd or a herdsman in the eyes of the Egyptians was an abhorred um, uh, vocation. The of loaves. Mm -hmm. And so by separating Israel from the rest of the Egyptian populace, God was able to use that separation to keep the plagues of Egypt away from the land of Goshen. So when we talk about a Goshen, we're talking about a place of protection mm -hmm. when, you know, there's a threat or there's disease or there's judgment. Our Goshen is Jesus Christ. He's, yes. our, he's our ark. He's the ark of Noah. He's the Goshen land of the Israelites, you know. 
Um, he's the kinsman redeemer. So when God is dealing with the world, he has a, a, a place of refuge for his church. That's what Goshen means. Yeah. Right. So we, like we said, Jesus is our Goshen. Yeah. He's our ark. It wasn't just for animals. It was for us. Right. It was a people ark. It wasn't an animal ark. It was a people ark. And we need to see that. So we start to get a, a bigger perspective, Shania. We yeah. start to see and focus on what God wants God, us to focus on. God's ark through Jesus is filled with people. Yeah. Few yeah. animals. He loves mm-hmm. the animals. Oh, yeah. But Jesus' ark is full of people. Yeah. What, what Noah couldn't do, remember he preached for 120 years, not one convert. He must have been a really bad preacher. <laughs> And Jesus, by one act of obedience, has had billions of people come into the body of Christ since Pentecost. Boy, what a powerful statement. I think, um, quickly, I just want to say, as I was waiting upon the Lord, and um, I wasn't here in 9-11, and I know that was pretty devastating for everyone, but... uh, the uh, effect of what came afterwards was the churches just grew up everywhere. Churches before that, very dead. After that, alive churches started to come forward. People flocked in to the churches. He overplayed his hand. The devil did. And when you overplay your hand, there's a problem. Is always a problem. Yep, yep. I'm I'm just going to make a, an observation when when I go out onto West Fortieth. Now, for those of you who haven't been to Talk New York, mm. we're located pretty close to the um, Port Authority, and literally we have between fifteen and twenty five thousand people coming in and out of the Port Authority, past our front door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go out. This morning, I'm going to observe. To see how many. To see how many are coming in today. Yeah. Because, you know, we can, we can excuse the weekend, people staying home, they want to be safe. But how many people are going to turn up to work today? Mm. And this risk is the 16th all. of March. Mm. Okay, so we'll, we'll tell you next week what we observed. But the Lord has a mandate for the church for this week. This week is a crucial week because the Lord has already told us in prophecy that Wall Street's going to rebound quickly, quickly rebound. And this is what the the overplayed hand is going to manifest. There's going to be a blessing come out of this whole crisis that the enemy never saw coming. And that's your word of the Lord? Thus says the that's, Lord? That's the word of the Lord to the church. There's a blessing coming out of this crisis, right? All the doomsday prophets and all the doomsday media mm-hmm. are going to have a slap, a slap on the cheek, <laughs> and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a wake-up slap that this hysteria has produced zero fruit. Wow. God is not going to allow Satan 
to overplay his hand. I'd like you to do the first person right now. Yeah, the Lord would say that this city, this nation, will not have long-term effects of this crisis. The Lord said it'll be forgotten within a month. Forgotten within a month. It'll be like a vapor that came and went. The vacuum got filled. And the Lord says... I have sovereignly positioned my people in this day and hour for a blessing. And the Lord says the churches will grow. The the power of healing will be manifest. And for those of you who have been touched by this plague, the Lord says, do not fear, I am with you. And you will surely recover if you just keep thanking me. Yes. Keep thanking me, says the Lord. For you will recover, the Lord says, this is but a vapor that's come and it will pass, says the Lord. And the Lord continues to say, he continues to say that he wants an act of thanksgiving from the church. Not for what you see, but for who he is. He is your Goshen. The Lord declares, I am your Goshen. I am the ark. I am the one that will hide you in me, says the Lord. And know this, says the Lord, even at the end of this month, you will begin to see my power moving. At the moment, all you can see and focus on is the enemy at at work. But I declare unto you, says the Lord, at the end of March, I will accelerate things, says God. And comes April, you shall see something on the 12th, and then you shall see another move of mine on the 24th of April. My children, I am your faithful God. I think that's uh, prophetic friends tonight, yes. don't you? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I, he's definitely my friend. Yes. And I'm sure he's your friend he's too, friend and too. everybody else's friend here. As wow. We I'm going to sign off. Yes. Pastor. <laughs> Time to move the car. That was awesome. Amen. Shania. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Nathan. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few people here. I'm sure they want to sing portals, don't you? Well, I got yes, a we got a. He has to hit us with the jingle that we can join in on. All right. Because so, we, so why don't we just sing quickly, portals? Time again. You Are have you your lyrics, so you want to. That just came like a flow. Wow. You want to do it with music, or you want to read it first, or do I'll read it first. Yes, do that, and then we can join well, in. Yeah, well, I I wanted to give us a flow. Culminate all of a couple of things that we've been talking because it's a process. Mm -hmm. So I've got when you take your land and finally let it land. Then you'll say what you mean and mean what you say. Oh, okay. we're going into every portal. You'll begin to listen. Let him speak to your heart because true communication begins when you start. To listen to his word and believe his report so he can show your Goshen is just the start of your reward. Mm. He'll let the accuser keep believing Faye 
So he sets himself up to fall and overplay. Mm. Don't rush in through the fear. Just wait one more day <laughs> to see him reveal and expose demonic veins. Mm. Keep looking for a but moment for a, for a but God moment comes when you give all the glory to the Father, Spirit, Spirit Son. Yeah. Amen. Let's well, do it. without further ado. I think I think I'd like to hear that again and we'll bring the sound down so we can hear every single word of that because that just didn't go to one portal. That that included one, two, three, four, maybe five portals there, which is very much in need for what we're hearing right now. Let's do one more time. comes the process when you take your land and finally let it land then you'll say what you mean and mean what you say you'll begin to listen let him speak to your heart because true communication begins when you start to listen to his word and believe his report he can show your goshens just the start of your reward he'll let the accuser keep believing faith so he will set himself up to fall and overplay so don't rush in through fear just wait that one more day to see him reveal and expose demonic vase keep your eyes a looking for about god moment comes when you give all the glory to the father spirit son For that one. That just came out of me like 30 seconds. Wow, that's because the Holy Spirit's speaking really clearly. He wants us to get this process. Wow. Wow. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Portals. Until next time, bye-bye now. Bye.